Welcome to Straight, straight out, out of Nashville. Nashville. What's up? I'm Zach. And I'm Gabby. He's not straight. Girl, she is not from Nashville. So the name is perfect. Yeah, I love it. This show is all about highlighting Nashville now, how diverse it is, how many cool things there are to do here, and the awesome people that live here. AKA us. Exactly. <laughs> How have you been, Zach? Are you still on the crazy diet? I am off of my cleanse, but now I'm on a super Thank strict. God. I know. I was the biggest bitch on the planet because I didn't <laughs> eat. But now I'm on a super healthy diet where I meal prep every Sunday and have nothing but like meat and veggies. I'm trying to lose my pooch so I can get in some booty shorts for spring. <laughs> and you're working out like a trooper as well, right? Yeah, I have a personal trainer. I'm going five days a week. Wow. Girl, Instagram ain't ready. I admire your dedication. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think a lot of people are in that kind of frame of mind right now. Being in January, it's like New Year and people have indulged loads over the Christmas period. It's time to like give your body a reboot and stuff. I'm talking about other people, me, myself. I'm not doing any of that. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have a New Year's resolution like to lose weight or anything? No. Oh, good for you. I did not. I'm jealous. Nashville is cold this time of year, by the way. Oh, my God. It's awful. I mean, I love wearing all of my, and I have many of them, fake fur jackets. (laughs) So I like to be a walking catwalk and wear my various furs around the studios. But, um, yeah, you just don't think it unless you live here, obviously. You just don't associate Nashville as being a place that's cold or grey or rainy. And the part that gets scary about it being cold here is that black ice forms. Like, this is when it, like, when it'll it'll rain during the day and then freeze overnight and so then black ice is on the roads and there's a bazillion car wrecks. Traffic is already bad enough. The last thing we need (laughs) is more damn car wrecks on the interstate. Great. So I'm going to be going arse over tit. Yeah. (laughs) Ass over tit? (laughs) I knew you wouldn't know what that was. Yeah. Arse over tits. Like tumbling? Yeah. Oh. It's a, a new British slang for you this week. Oh, yeah, because you walk. Yes. you like your house from here. I'm a walker. A oh, walker okay. and a talker. Coming up on the show this week, it's exciting stuff. You have hung out with Charlie Puth backstage. Yeah, I've got some backstage banter with Charlie Puth before mm-hmm. he played the Ascent Amphitheater here in Nashville, which he was so cool to hang out with. Really? Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing it because I haven't heard the chat yet. So, yeah, we've got that. We've got, of course, our gift of the gab. No idea what that's going to be yet. (laughs) But um, this is where Zach makes me blag something in my British accent. I just love it. And I feel like everybody (laughs) in the South loves your accent. They do. They do. So I get away with murder. (laughs) Well, please. Okay. That's not going to happen on Gift of the Gab. Promise that. (laughs) We've got hashtag trending, hashtag not trending. We've got Mm -hmm. that's my jam. We've got a whole lot of show coming up. And we have to talk about the time that Gabby went to the psychic. (gasps) I did. I had a very special experience with a psychic based in East Nashville. So, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, shots. Oh, I forgot about that. You always try and forget the shots, and I feel like that's most. That's the only reason I show up. <laughs> because I know there's vodka because, here. Okay, all right. Why does it get bigger on every show? <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> hey! All right, then, let's okay. do this. Cheers, Cheers my love. to a good show. <sighs> I'd like to say down in one, but that took four gulps. 
I know that one made the arm, the hair on my arm grow. <sighs> Refreshing. Okay, we're good to go now. We are good to go. On um, TV, I saw, and he's from Nashville, Kane Brown. Yeah. I have got to admit, because I'm a bit late to the party in terms of country music and country stars, so I didn't know anything about Kane Brown um, before watching him on Good Morning America. I don't mean to judge a book by its cover, but you look at him and you would think musically, I would identify him with probably like R&B or rap or something. But no, he's a country star. I think that's why I love him so much, because he broke the mold, every single mold of what we thought was a country star. Mm. Um, You know, like the cowboy hat, cowboy boots, the plaid shirt. And he's like this super young, hip, really, really cool dude. And his voice is awesome. Yeah. He's like, he's multiracial. He's tattooed. um, He's hot. You know, he's hot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's that. And he's got a really good song out, which I think we should play. It's taken from his new album, Experiments. And it's called Good As You. I haven't heard this one yet. Oh, it's really cute. He wrote it about his wife. Shut up. I just want to be good as you. Kane Brown on Straight Out of Nashville. How lovely was that song about his wife? That is the sweetest thing on the planet. Their wedding photos on Instagram also out of this world. Really? I feel like we talk about your friend Raylin on every show. Oh, yeah. But I noticed he's hitting the road and she's going to be doing some shows with him. Yeah, she is opening for him on the Live Forever tour. And some really exciting news is that I'm actually riding the bus down with her in a couple weeks to go to the Huntsville show. So I'm going to like record the whole thing and document it all. It's going to be so fun. Amazing. Yes. And put some stuff on the show, I hope. Oh, yeah. Good, good. You're getting all the juice, honey. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Speaking of juice, it's time. To squirt? Oh. Are you a squirter? Oh. (laughs) I'm not even entertaining that trailer thought. Are you or are you not? I'm not Answer going there. It. No yeah. way. <laughs> I feel like if you weren't, then you would say no. So that means you are because you won't answer. I it. am not saying anything about <laughs> that. That's too far. You've just you found my line. <laughs> it's time to basically take the spotlight off me and onto people <laughs> that have issues or predicaments and want some advice from Zach. Open up the champagne. Puck. It's Ask Zach. Come on, turn it up. Turn it Welcome up. to Ask Zach. He is in control now. His advice going down. He's here to help you out. Okay, so this is an interesting one. We always give this person a name because it always comes in anonymously. Okay. So I think this is... Um, Samantha? Tallulah. <laughs> Oh, what? No, she's a, yeah, she's a Samantha. No, we're going with Tallulah now. Here we go. (laughs) Okay. So I've been dating a pretty famous guy for about eight months now. We're not exclusive. Uh Uh-oh. And he has said we're just FWB. Friends with benefits. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But we spend most of our free time together hanging out and going on trips. I think before I read any more, this means he wants his cake and to eat it too. But we talk every day. I've never met any of his friends or family and he doesn't seem like he wants me to either. 
We've made plans for the next couple of years for events and trips even out of the country. When we're together, he makes me feel like he's falling in love with me. I love him and I'm hoping he's going to come around and want to be exclusive. Am I fooling myself? Should I get out now before he breaks my heart by choosing someone else? Okay. Eight months is quite a while to be dating someone. I was about to say, I feel like this is a long thing, but I don't feel like you can say you're dating them if you're not exclusive and you haven't met his friends or family. So you've been fucking him for eight months. <laughs> well, yeah, friends with benefits. That's all it is. Eight months. And also, so... Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody is definitely going to get hurt. And yeah. I think it's her. Clearly, it's going to be her. But my thing about it is, is I feel like if they've made plans for the future, he mm-hmm. may be a guy... Look, I'm a dude's dude here. Mm. He may be a guy <laughs> that is like emotionally unaware that she's that interested in him. Gabby, you literally went through something like this. Like... He may not know that she feels this way about him. He may just think that they're really good friends and they go on trips and they go whatever. So I feel like she needs to not be anonymous anymore and tell him exactly how he feels. Then I mean, he... at least she got some. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying you didn't. Anyway, it's not about me. It's about... Yeah, carry on. No, I, I just feel like <laughs> unless she's expecting something more like marriage and children and whatever else, then just ride it out and have fun. If this man is famous, honey, use him, use his money and go on these trips, girl. Do what think, you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, well, I think she needs to make her feelings clear and I think she needs to speak it into existence. It's, I feel like you're saying this a lot from personal experience. <laughs> I'm saying manifest your reality. Yeah. I've been speaking to a psychic. I'm sorry. She's like giving me some good tips. I feel like if she does ups and outs, then there's a problem there. Like there should either be an honest conversation of like, I really like you and I feel like we should further this. Or you should just continue to get your cake and eat it too because it's not exclusive. You can still date other men. You can still go on the trips that he's taking you on and do whatever you want. Yeah, I think it's harder for girls to do that than it is for guys. It's like hanging out and spending time with somebody. If you really enjoy their company, you don't want to be necessarily putting it about everywhere else. Whereas guys, I think it's different. They can. It's like... But I think think guys like that about girls sometimes is when they feel no pressure to have a relationship, they can literally just have fun and Mm. bang it out, do whatever they want to do and go have fun and hang out without the pressure of being like, Oh, God, my girlfriend's going to call me. I got to tell her everywhere I go. Like, Yeah. I think if you're both on the same page, then that's fine. But she isn't on the same page as him by the sounds of it. She sounds more invested. Yeah. She needs to just let it loose. But maybe she needs to shake him up because, I mean, he's spent a lot of time with her, it sounds, over the past eight months. So, Especially if they're talking about the next years. Yeah. So maybe she just needs to make her feelings clear and be like, if you don't commit, we got to split. Tallulah? Gabby's saying, lay down the line here. You got to say, me or hell or hell, hell, uh uh-huh, wow. (laughs) Me, what is it? Hell or high water? I don't know what I'm trying to say. I have no idea what you're trying to say. The vodka hit me. Yeah, that must be it. My fingers are numb, so that's it. (laughs) So anyways, thanks for the confession, Tallulah. There was a lot to this. Now, who's the famous man? Let us know. I'm Mm. really interested. Yeah, I'm trying to think if it was, is it, we don't even know if this person has messaged him from Nashville or if it's come from further afield. Yeah, I don't know where she's at at all, so Who there's knows? that. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> there is that. Are we going to go into our next feature? Yeah, we'll get, let's do, let, uh, that's my jam. Okay. What are you loving right now? Okay, well, for the last two shows, I've gone with local artists, Judah and the Lion and the Raconteurs, um, 
This time I'm going international, baby. Oh, snap, crackle, pop. Who is it? <laughs> yeah. This is... Celine Dion. Hells to the no. This <laughs> it couldn't be further away from Celine Dion. This is an English electronic musician and record producer who lives in Berlin in Germany. Okay. Planning to Rock is the name of the artist. And uh, this artist identifies as genderqueer. Or non-binary is another way of saying that, apparently. Okay. Um, the song was released a few months ago from their latest album, which is called Powerhouse. But I'm, it's my jam this week because I only discovered it this week. What's the song? And I love it. It's called Bula Loves Dancing. It's so cool. Bula? Loves Dancing. What about you, Zach? What's your jam this week? So I feel like this is... The face of gay people, Jess Glenn. Do you know her? Yeah. So she has a song, I'll Be There, and I am obsessed with it. So I literally just recently found it on my Apple Music. I'm sure it's like 15,000 years old, but (laughs) I just found it on the Stairmaster the other day, and I'm like, okay, sis, I can get my cardio in now. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, it's really, really good. Okay. Which song should we start with this week? Let's play yours first. I haven't heard it yet. Okay. Hey, what's up? It's Zach and Gabby on Straight Out of Nashville. Now it's time we head to backstage banter with my friend Charlie Puth. I'm with the band. We're backstage at the Sand Amphitheater with the one and only Charlie Puth. <laughs> like, I'm like really excited to be back here with you. Number oh, one, I'm a little bit shaking because I'm obsessed with your voice. For real? Yeah. Oh, that's like, you're so. You've been to Nashville a bunch before. I have. And you know what's crazy? I've, there's so much development going on. There's like 15 new buildings. But I, I, the first time I came out here was in 2013. Since you come to Nashville so often, like, what is one of your go to things you have to do whenever you come to town? Howdy Bees. Hmm. Hattie B's. I have to, but I have to do it on a day off because if I have the extra spicy on a show day, oh, you'll regret it later. I won't be able to sing. It's bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'll be in another place. Oh, which is the bathroom. Mm. So while you're on the road, like, what is your go-to bus snack that you have to eat? I have to eat really healthy. My Aww. trainer Harley put all these um, what he calls Harley snacks. Um, I see uh, that we have a, a lot of kale chips. It's actually terrible. <laughs> Sorry, Harley. That's bad. Okay, so there's a bunch of like pop country collabs right now, like Zed and Marin Morris, Florida Georgia Line and BB Rexa. Who is your ideal country person that you would want to do a collab with? Um, I love those boys, Florida Georgia Line. I yeah, love um, I love Thomas Rhett. I love uh, I, I, you know I I love Vince Gill. I love Mac Mac and I would cry if Yo. you did a duet with Vince Gill. I'm, for real, like I'm really like, like they'll play at the Opry or something. Yeah, I, I really represent Nashville. I love it here. I'm, I'm so really into this right now. Yeah. So I feel like we need to get really personal, okay? Okay. What are your nicknames? Like, what is your pa- what do your parents call you? Um, my mom calls me Charlie Otto because um, Otto is my middle name. And, and I feel like I would walk through the house and sing it. Oh, Charlie Otto! Oh, Charlie Otto! We got a surprise. Oh, Charlie Otto! Open your eyes! Wow, that was <laughs> impeccable. <laughs> Have you ever written a song about somebody that you're really into and then immediately regretted it once you heard it on the radio? Not, um, not for that reason. I didn't regret it for that reason. Uh, appearing on the radio is always fun. Thanks for playing my song. <laughs> you're so welcome. But um, you know, it, it's almost like writing a really long letter to someone that you're 
not that I was ever angry with them, but like picture that you're like really mad with, at someone, and yeah. you write a really long letter at two o'clock in the morning. You're on Twitter, and you're like, I'm gonna show this person. And then the next day, you kind of have a refresh on your mind. You're like maybe I shouldn't have done maybe that. Maybe I sh- I'm glad that I just wrote this and didn't send it. Yeah. Kind of that sometimes with songs, but I mean it's so catchy and fun. Wait, which song was it? I don't know. <laughs> you have to listen to the whole album to figure it out. It's there's nothing holding me back. Mm. That was one of my favorite of mine. Na, 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 na. That's not even my song. I know. <laughs> That was Zach hanging out with Charlie Puth on Straight Out of Nashville. He sounds like such a nice guy. He is the coolest dude. His eyebrow is so cool too. <laughs> Have you noticed but, that about him? No. He has like a scar in his eyebrow, so he oh, doesn't grow right. hair in like one part of it. It's so cool looking. That probably means that when he was a kid he like did something with a razor. Or he got hit in the face with a baseball bat. I don't really know Ooh. the story. I just made it up. <laughs> okay. Okay. So to recap, this is the show that highlights all the cool stuff to come out of Nashville. Speaking of cool stuff that happened in Nashville, Gabby, I... Um, <laughs> yeah. You I know just, I'm like, laughing. Go you on. said this in passing one time that mm-hmm. you were mistaken for a hooker, like a <laughs> prostitute on the side of the road. Yep, that happened. What were you wearing? What what <gasps> happened? Okay, so this was actually the first time I had... I'd been to Nashville before on holiday, but this is me landing in Nashville for my first day working on a um, radio series for HD Radio, actually, where I got to go to various places in the US and pop up and do radio shows. So I was in town to do a show from Jack White's Third Man Records. Oh, no big deal. Yeah, for like Record legendary. Store Day. I know. It was like one of the greatest experiences ever. But it fell around the time of Coachella. I was recording the show uh, at Jack White's place. And then the next day I had to be back in LA to go to Coachella Festival. So I booked a hotel near the airport because I was only in and out for like a couple of nights. And I had a great day at Jack White's place and was feeling very elated was working all day, so didn't have a chance to eat, and then went back to my hotel and thought, oh, gosh, you know what? I'm starving. I need to nip out and get some food. But, you know, for those of you who haven't been to Nashville or stayed in the area of the airport, it's very industrial. There's not much around. Yeah, there's not really a lot going on there. You can't just walk down the street and find a Taco Bell. Well, especially on like a Sunday (laughs) Sunday night. Yeah, but I didn't know this. So I thought, oh, I'll just go out and hopefully there's like a pizza place or a McDonald's or whatever. Something. Something. So it was quite a deserted road. And I started walking down the road to to try and find something. And across the road from me, there was like a, a, a truck. And I thought, did that guy flash his lights at me? But, you know, didn't really think much of it. Carried on walking. There wasn't anything on this road, on the side of the road that I was on. So I turned around and started walking back. And the guy was still there in the truck. And he kind of opened the door of the truck and he shouted out, are you Shay? But I misheard him. And I thought he said, are you okay? Because everyone's so friendly here. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. All good, all good. Yeah, yeah. And so he got out of the truck and started to like make his way across the road. And I thought, oh, I wonder why I would be doing that. And he said, are you Shay? And I said, oh, I'm really sorry. I thought you said, are you okay? And he said, no, no, I'm looking for a Shay. Anyway, I carried on walking, still couldn't find anything. 
and was determined because I was so hungry that I would find something. So I crossed the road to the side of the road where the truck was and started walking. Oh, good thinking, Gabby. Let me walk closer to the man that's getting out of his truck. Well, yeah, maybe not the wisest thing. But again, me being in my own world and blah, la, 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 had a great day. (laughs) Um, As I crossed paths with this guy again, I said, oh, have you still not found her? And he said, no, no. And then he kind of hesitated. And then he went, do you work? Do you work? Yeah. And I thought, what a strange question. Of course I work. So I said to him, of course I work. And then something in my head went, and I don't know why, I said, but I'm not working right now. I'm on holiday. (laughs) (laughs) And then he went, oh, okay. So I kept on walking and then the penny dropped and I was like, do you work? Oh my God, he's just asked me if I'm a hooker. Not only asked if you were a hooker, asked to hook up with you. Yeah, and I confirmed I was a hooker, but <laughs> I'm a hooker on the holidays, apparently. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on vacation right now. I'm not a hooker today. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Gabby, this is how all the beautiful people get killed in scary movies. <laughs> They're the dumb ones that follow the noise when they hear it and go downstairs, or they walk towards the man in a creepy truck on the side of the road. You almost died. Well, maybe, yeah, but not that day, at least. <laughs> not that day. I'm so glad that you, like, nothing happened to you. Yeah, but it makes a great story for um, down the pub. Better question <laughs> is, what were you wearing? Like, did he think you were a classy hooker, or what, what, what was going on here? Well, I have a lucky outfit for when I am working with, especially, like, rock bands and stuff. And it's a Lost Boys t-shirt that's quite tight. And then it's black denim shorts. And then I wear knee-high socks. Oh, so you were definitely looking like a skank. (gasps) I was looking like a cool rock chick. The knee-high socks, he definitely thought you were a a prostitute. I don't know what to say to that. I'm not, by the way, to people out there that might be thinking maybe she is. Not on holiday. Yeah. (laughs) Not for sale. <laughs> These legs are closed. I mean, it depends on the money, right? <laughs> if you write me a million dollar check, there's a lot of things that I would do. FYI. True that, my friend. True <laughs> that. Should we do it uh, hashtag trending or hashtag not trending? Yeah, what do you got? Okay, so this is the part in the show where I find something on the internet and I ask Zach, who's a bit of a master on the old web, on, especially on social media, um, I ask him, in his opinion, does he think this story is trending or not trending? So today for you, Zach, I have this. Gillette is challenging its own iconic tagline, the best a man can get, with a new initiative, with a new, I can't even say the word, with a, <laughs> a new initiative, <laughs> with, uh, with a new initiative, the best a man can be. Do you think that's hashtag So trending? they're trying to change it from a best man, a man can get to a best a man can be? Mm-hmm. Um, um, Yes. It's trending. You are correct, my friend. Yeah, this is piggybacking off the whole Me Too movement. Yeah. And um, basically, you need to watch the ad. Um, It is quite powerful. It's all the cliche things that men have done in the past and gotten away with, like being a bit too touchy-feely at work with female colleagues and stuff. Yeah, so this is... Gillette kind of getting behind that. That's not cool. Men should tweet. What tweet. a good move. For Men them, should though. treat women with respect. Yeah, you should check out the video. It's it's good stuff. I use Gillette to shave my face, so I approve this message. Stamped by Zach Woodward, Woodward approval. <laughs> Woodward, Woodward. Now he's drunk. Lot. Why are words so hard today? I know, right? Okay, I have one for you too. Okay. Okay. So 
You know how like artists usually do like a greatest hits album after they've had like a enormous career? Yes. Trending or not trending, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber is releasing a greatest hits album. Oh god. Um I'm gonna say true. It is true. He's been in the industry for ten years now. How old do you feel? Ten years of Justin Bieber? I feel old most days. <laughs> Bieber or not Bieber. <laughs> No, but he's coming out with the greatest hits album, and I am so here for it. I love him. Do you? Yeah, I think he makes the dopest songs, and he looks really great naked. How do you know? You haven't seen his leaked nude photos? I'm late to the party on Girl, that one. I don't want to see like them. like a horse. <laughs> Lucky Haley Baldwin, my God. <laughs> if you say so. So that was trending or not trending for this week. Um, so I guess we should play a song. Yeah. Well, we might as well do a Bieber. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. No, let's play. Oh, what do you mean? Okay. What do you mean? Gonna make up your mind. What do you mean? It's straight out of Nashville. I'm Gabby. What's up? I'm Zach. I was about to say I'm Zach. I don't know why I keep feeling like I want to say my name is you. Do you want to be me for a day? Oh yes. my God, we should do Freaky Friday and swap roles <gasps> for a day. Oh, that Like go would in be... public and swap roles. I'm going to dress like a girl and you dress like me. And does that mean that I get to produce the morning show with Woody and Jim? Because yeah. that would be a car crash. You do. And then you have to use the men's bathroom at Walmart, like <laughs> D, all of the above. You have to act like me. And you have to do nights on the Classic Rock Station. Yeah, I'm sure they would love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Zach, I can't believe I've not told you this this already. Since I saw you last, I've become an auntie again. Wait, uh, what? What? Who had a baby? I my didn't... brother. How yeah. exciting. Is it a boy or girl? It's a little baby girl, and guess what she's called? Gabby. Gabriella. Oh, shut up. That's so cute. It's super cute. Do you know what? Like, again, I love being in Nashville, and I've got so many great friends here who are like my family, but it's, I'm getting quite oh, jealous of all my family members that are posting pictures from the hospital with oh, little Gabriella, and I'm like, yet. nope. That's sad. Maybe FaceTime. Thank God for FaceTime. Thank God for FaceTime, actually. Yeah, yeah definitely. So that's been kind of the, the big thing that's happened to me, actually, since the last show. What about you? You know everything you do, the government is watching you? Like at all times? They're watching you. That's a really scary thing to say out loud. In your sleep, while you're awake, your th- Google Drive. Are they no. watching us right now? Yeah, of course they're watching us. Are you kidding me? I'm so sorry for everything that I've ever said, government. Please don't strike me down now. But actually, I feel like they're going to because Mm -hmm. I just wrote a blog about Donald Trump. So he just like provided um, hamburgers to the Clemson University for winning the national championship for football. And it was like a bunch of hamburgers. But he tweeted out and said hamburgers and said and Burger King like responded and was like, um, due to a large pl- order place yesterday, we're all out of hamburgers, just serving hamburgers today. So I blogged it. And as soon as I posted it online, I got a call on my phone No, from this random phone number. So I answered it and it was like, this is officer, blah, 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 blah. It was like a recorded message. But it was like, this is officer from the Department of Security of Social Security. My ID, government ID number is blah, 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 blah. So I hung up immediately and threw my phone from across the room. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. But how did they know? And why did they call me immediately after I hit send? Why? 
you think this is why they were calling you? Yeah, because I, be I was blogging else. about Donald Trump. They're trying to shut me down. <gasps> They're trying to censor you. Oh, my God. Government can't shut me up, honey. Sorry. <laughs> Nobody can shut you up. I know, which is really sad. I feel so bad for my boyfriend. <laughs> Who is lovely, I might add. Yeah, he's precious. Poor he guy. really is. Okay, so coming up next on the show, you can hear, finally, Zach, my adventures with a psychic from Nashville. I am so excited to ask you everything about it. Well, before we get into it, I think let's play another song because we've also got to do Gift of the Gab as well. I have a song that I would like to play for you, Zach. What is it? Well, it's based on my experience of hanging out with Lucas Nelson, Willie Nelson's son in Maui. Oh, yeah. Sorry to drop that in again. You just need to bend over and pick up the names you dropped, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. When I saw him perform this song that I'm about to play for you, I just, my heart melted. It's so sweet. And I'm not usually someone that likes that whole... The whole ra- sentimental singers. vibe. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. But like, I love the lyrics and his voice is just so dreamy. So this is Lucas Nelson, Forget About Georgia. Welcome back to Straight Out of Nashville. What's up? It's Zach. Hello, I'm Gabby. This is the show that highlights all the cool things that are coming out of Nashville and that you can do in Nashville. Yeah, girl. And I did something quite special this week. I You texted me the other day and was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to a psychic. Yeah. And I personally have always wanted to go, but I'm a little bit freaked out by them. Like I say mm-hmm. a little bit, but I mean a lot bit freaked out by them. Yeah. Um, so like, I just have to know your entire experience. What happened okay. at the psychic? Well, first of all, because there's going to be some people that are listening that are going to be cynics and that are going to be skeptical. Yeah. I've been to a few different psychics in my life over maybe the past 10 years. Um, it's something I'm very curious about. I'm not like, you know, some crazy believer that literally is misgullible and because there are a lot of frauds out there oh yeah but you know i do believe there is a higher power and i do believe some people have the gift i haven't been to see one in years and the reason why is because i had a woman come to my house well it was my sister's house because my sister like you had never seen one before and she's always been a bit curious and i said look it was a birthday coming up and i said as a present i'm going to invite this woman round who she had an amazing reputation for being so dead on. Yeah. And um, when she did my reading, I'd never been to America before. I'd, I'd never even been on holiday to the States before. Okay. I'd always had the American dream, but I'd never, I'd never been there. She didn't have my name. She had my sister's first name and she had my sister's address. That was it. And um, when it was my turn and she sat down with me, the first thing she said was, you're going to end up in America. What? Yes. Um, th- I'm from England And I'm from a small town. So we were sat at my sister's house in this small town in England. It is not the norm for people to end up in America where I'm from. No, not at all. And I was like, oh, that would be amazing. I've always had the American dream since I was a little girl, but I just, I I can't see myself getting there. But girl, you lost your damn mind. Yeah, pretty much. And And she said to me, the ticket to America is through the radio station you're working at in Manchester. And I was on a radio station and my studios were in Manchester. Okay. So I was like, ah, does she know I'm on the radio? That's 
that's okay. Um, and yeah, she said it's not going to happen straight away, but it's going to happen within the next five years. And then shortly afterwards, one of my best friends said, hey, let's do a holiday. How do you fancy going to America? Let's do a bit of a trip and go to a few different places. So we went to LA, then Nashville, then New York. And that's how the whole journey with me falling in love with Nashville began. How cool. I didn't know that. Yes. And it took a while. It took a few years from from that holiday for me to actually get here. But I got here. So this woman I went to see about so many different things as well, was dead on. So I've never wanted to see anybody since. I'm a little bit freaked out. Right. But then, you know, New Year, things have happened, some great things, some not so good things. And I just, there was something in my spiritual realm or whatever that was like, it's time. It is time. So I had a little look on Google and I looked for good reviews and I came across Nashville's astrologer and she's called Jennifer Green. And she is based at a place in East Nashville called The Psychic Shop. Okay. And because I'd had such an amazing reading, the one I told you about years ago, I was I was hesitating. I was like, should I go? Should I not? Is she legit? You know, all those kind of... Yeah, right. I mean, rightfully so. You're spending money on it. You don't want to be ripped off. Yeah. Well, it was money well spent. She truly has the gift. She did a full reading and I said, how long is it going to take? And she said, it takes as long as it takes. There's no like cutoff or whatever. So I was with her nearly an hour and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a personal thing, so I don't want to say too much. But I want you to say everything. (laughs) Well, something that kind of got me. She didn't actually know my name even. So she'd never like met me before. She didn't know my name. There's no way she could have done any Googling or anything like that. She said, people are meant to recognize your voice. And she went on the voice thing and she was like, people are supposed to hear what you have to say. People are comforted by what you have to say. And people are supposed to know your name. And she was like, and people actually from that are supposed to see your face. Oh. And she asked me to, when I was shuffling the angel cards, she said, okay, I want you to think of two questions. One question, say out loud, one keep to yourself. And so the first question that I'll share with you that I said out loud was in regards to our project straight out of Nashville. Okay. And I said out loud, is the project that I'm currently working on going to be a success? And I had to draw 12 cards and she turned them over one by one. And guess what the first card was? Hell yeah. It was the success card. Really? She was like, 100%. 100%. And she said, there's actually no doubt. And she said, did this idea come really quickly to you? And I said, actually, yeah. And she said, and when you put it down, she was like, did it flow? And I said, it literally fell out of my body. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah. Because I remember when we were talking about it and then like literally a day later, you had everything written out, the whole <laughs> yeah. treatment, like you had everything prepared within a day. You just like wrote it all down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and again, I guess there'll be people that are a bit cynical now listening to that, but there were certain things that she picked out on that were just so true. And then the thing I asked privately was to do with relationships. I was about to say, what, what was the question in your head? I really, really don't want to say, um, but it was in regards to a certain someone. Okay. And a, a, a situation which I cannot see the outcome of right now. Okay. At the moment, it's... It's not sat in a good place. Okay, so because I know everything, like you're being super vague about it, but yeah. I'm picking up what you're laying down. Let me break it out, break it down for everybody. I'm not going to get super personal for you. Okay, thank but you. But I'm just going to say there was somebody in Gabby's life that mm-hmm. 
could have potentially gone to the next level of a relationship and it did not. Right. So this was like the question of what is the outcome of this current situation that I am with this male figure in my life? Like, are we going to continue being friends? Are we going to end up together or are we going to not talk at all? Yeah. And I didn't say any of that to her. So she had no idea of what, well, you know, she, I, I didn't give her any clues. Um, and actually, when you do put yourself out there, anybody, male, female, whatever, and it doesn't go the way you want it to, you immediately think, what's wrong with me? Oh, absolutely. What, why? Why? Like, why Why am I not good enough? And you start to think, oh, it's me, it's some, you know, it's something wrong with me. I think that's like a common thing that most people think of. Like, even if you're not good enough mm-hmm. for the basketball team or to be a beauty pageant or to be in a relationship, you mm-hmm. automatically think, like, I have tried so hard. Why not me? Like, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. And something that she said and something I'm going to work with her on is that, that it's the whole kind of self-love thing. And she was like, I need to raise my standards. She said that I need to break this cycle of going for people that are very self-involved. She said, because I, and it is true, I'm quite a caring, loving person. And actually, the thing that really freaked me out was, it's been said a few times recently by members of my family, and actually something that I've admitted to a friend recently. People think, you know, this cool rock DJ lived in Ibiza, lived various different places. But actually, I'm a really old-fashioned girl. As in, like... I, you know, want to find the husband. I want the kids. I want to be waking up and stepping over toys in the morning. I want to be going camping. I want that very traditional Like sense of life. normalcy, American tradition dream. Right. Yeah. She said, oh, don't take this the wrong way. She was like, but you're a really old fashioned soul and you need to be with an old fashioned man. And she said about the particular person that we referenced. Yeah. She said, and it does sound a bit cliche, it's not you, it's him. Yeah. But she said, he's emotionally unavailable. He's cut himself off. It's not to do with you at all. She was like, actually, you're more important to him than any other previous girl that he's been in a relationship with. And she was like, and he's petrified. And the easiest thing is to just completely not even think about it. She was like, but this person thinks the world of you. I I didn't say anything by this point. And you've met the person. I've met the person. I've read text messages from said person. And I think that um, that happens a lot when people go through like a traumatic experience in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like it's really easy to automatically be like, I was obsessed and in love with this person. And then you break up or you divorce and then you move on and you find something that you're like, wow, this person is more important to me than I ever thought could be humanly possible. I'm scared to have my heart broken again. So mm-hmm. push them away because I don't want to deal with it and it freaks me out. Yeah. Which makes sense to me. Right. She did say, and this is why I'm going back to her, she is going to help me realign my chakra because she, chakra, because she said at the moment, she was like, you wake up and you think of him, you go to bed and you think of him. And she was like, you know, you just, you are sending pure love and it's not like sexual or anything like that. It's like pure, genuine love you have for this person because you know how good a person he is. Yeah. She was like, but it's once, she was like, what are you getting back from this? She was like, so what we actually need to do is we need to stop you thinking about him so much, concentrate on all the success that is coming to you. 
she was like, you're a good catch. And she was like, you need to realize you're a good catch. I agree with her a thousand percent. Well, that's what I'm working on um, with Jennifer. And we're definitely going to get her on the show as well, because she is. Let me tell you about her, actually. So she is an eighth generation mystic and a fifth generation psychic. So the knowledge that she has is passed on from her ancestors. And, you know, I, I believe she's got a gift and it's a personal journey. And she she helped me a great deal yesterday and I want to work with her some more so I choose to work with her some more no but like to a serious note I feel like everything I'm really glad that you went to go see her Mm -hmm. because I feel like all of the things that she said I felt but didn't know how to portray or convey to you and like say in the appropriate way right like verbalize it to you of like Mm -hmm. you need to learn how to like self-love yourself and like put yourself to a higher standard and appreciate the person that you are and everything that you have going on and somebody that doesn't appreciate you for that has got to go to the curb oh thank you I mean it's true this sounds really awful but at the end of the day how many people fit in a casket (laughs) oh my god one so you always have to put yourself first and foremost. I know that sounds yeah. really selfish and awful, but you can still be the loving, caring and nurturing person to another human. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like you're here for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the world, it sounds really cliche, but the world actually does revolve around you until you're not here anymore. I mean, she did say I was going to live a long life. She said, I'm able to have children. I'm going to have two and I'm going to meet my grandchildren. Aww. And can I be a gunkle? Yes, you can. Oh my God, What's a gunkle? A gay uncle. Oh, hells yeah. Even though we're not related, I still feel like it's proper terminology for like your gay friend to be the gunkle. Sure. Okay. I'm down. I'm so excited for you and this journey. I feel like it's going to be really good for you. And 2019 is your year, honey. I think it's our year, honey. Girl, they ain't ready for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think it's time for Gift of the Gab or have I talked too much already? No, I think we should do Gift of the Gab. This is where we put Gabby's British accent to the test here in Nashville. So everybody that like hears a British person automatically thinks that <laughs> Everything Gabby we say is, like, is true. What? <laughs> Everything we say must be true. Everything you say is true and that you're part of the royal family. Like that's the go-to. Is that Are you related to the Queen and King? Mm-hmm. I so, have been to the cinema with the Queen in you London. You have? Mm-hmm. Did you hold her hand? Did you? No, she was sat a few rows back. I went to the royal premiere of um, one of the Narnia movies. Did you talk to her? No. But she did have, it was a 3D movie, so we all had the glasses and she had her own that had been specially made for her. Shut up! (laughs) That's so cool! (laughs) And that is true. There's no blagging. I know, I'm like, am I just believing you because you're saying it in a British accent? That is legit something that actually happened. Oh, gosh. So what's going to happen this week? I guess we're going to find out, huh? I have a really, really good gift of the gab for you this week, okay? Okay. I have a friend that has no idea we're going to call, and I want you to call and act like you found his number on Craigslist Misconnections, okay? Okay. So not only did you find it on Craigslist, but the caption was like mature granny. So I want you to talk like super kinky and really sexy and act like you're the mature granny that he was looking for on Craigslist. List. <laughs> Got it? Oh my actual God. Is this is this a person that I know as well that I'm about to speak to? I don't think you have met them before, no. Okay. So you're in the clear. They don't even know who you are. Okay, well let's see if they answer. Okay. Hey, Big Daddy. Hey. 
I saw your number on Craigslist, Miss Connections, looking for the mature granny. Shut up. Do you like to be spanked? (laughs) Shut up. I don't get on Craigslist. Have you heard of the Great American Challenge? (laughs) Shut up. Who is this? I kind of got a voice, but I kind of don't. This is the mature granny. The mature granny? Uh Uh-huh. Do you like to be called Big Daddy? (laughs) Do I like to be called Big Daddy? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Why? It's a good name. (laughs) Who is this? This is heaven. (laughs) I make all your dreams come true. Oh, really? Who? You better believe it. What are you wearing right now? Now? How big is your bulge? Uh, what'd you say? How big is your bulge? Oh my god. Who is this? This is Mature Granny. Okay, so first of all, I've never looked for Mature Grannies on Craigslist. Well, why are we speaking oh, then? My bulge is super tiny. It's like so small. I can work with anything. <laughs> okay. Do you like to um, be spanked? Who is this? I'm dying. Do you like threesomes? Oh my god. Yes yeah, or no? I like three's company. Three is company. Yeah, I know. I like Jack and Janet and Chrissy. <laughs> oh, wow. What about Zach? Do you like Zach? Zach Woodward? Hi, Chad! <laughs> Oh my God! Why are you such a psycho? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, you're on speakerphone, and Julie's in the car, and I'm driving Julie. Please don't What's say Julie's on? like your mom. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So we are doing a, a podcast called Straight Out of Nashville, and I have a friend named Gabby who has this British accent. It's my, I, it's my actual accent, though. Hi, Chad. Sorry, we've never I, met. <laughs> no. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I feel like everybody in Nashville believes everything anybody says with the British accent, so we just wanted to prank call and, like, sexy time you. Did you believe I was a mature granny? (laughs) I did not believe you were a mature granny. I did not believe that. Oh, sad. Were you turned on just a little bit, though? Maybe just, like, a smidge. (laughs) Okay. You've really never heard of the Great American Challenge? You need to get to Miranda's. Okay, I'll go to Miranda's and check it out. <laughs> we love you for answering. Thanks for playing along. All right, see you guys. Bye, Thanks, Chad. Bye. Who did I just speak to? You, <laughs> you just spoke to one of my friends, Chad, and he was in the car with Julie and Savannah Chrisley from Chrisley Knows Best. <laughs> the TV show. The one that's on E? Yeah. I've, I've seen an episode before, but which one's Julie? Julie's the mom. <gasps> Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So, good job, Gabby. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Gift of the Gab complete for another week. And as always, that seems to wrap up the show. Yeah, straight out of Nashville. We always finish on a low. (laughs) I think it was a high. (laughs) It was so hard to keep it together. I was crying laughing. (laughs) I I probably was not helping. You definitely weren't helping. (laughs) We will, of course, be back next week with the fourth episode in our Straight Out of Nashville series. This is really exciting. We have got somebody very well known joining us in the studio, hoping they might do some kind of performance, but we don't know if that if we can make that happen as yet. But definitely watch this space. Stay tuned. It's going to be lit, honey. See you all next week.